Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steve and Izzy Hey everybody, this is Steve again, I guess. Just wanted to let you know, this is a little edit of our third episode, Leprechaun in the Hood. Uh, this episode, I'm going to warn you, is a little especially rough. I think this is through the laptop mic. Yeah, we even talk about uh, this other movie called Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice that we got to see a couple weeks early. And uh, yeah, apparently we're really worried about spoilers at this point. Uh, yeah, I... Anyway, uh, enjoy. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. Whether one line of plot holes or gratuitous poopies, it's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy. reviewing a couple of movies, including Leprechaun in the Hood. Leprechaun 5 in the series, but Ooh. yes, Leprechaun in the Hood, starring <laughs> Warwick Davis in the titular role of the Leprechaun, and uh, also some uh, ice teas in it, oh, Co- Coolio briefly. <laughs> Very briefly. Anyway. Let's oh. see, here we go. We've got... And we're a little Warwick. belated, but happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. The uh, Mysteries of Starting Your Own Podcast. Sometimes you're a couple days late. <laughs> All right. So for our cast and crew, I'm here on the Imdaba. We have Warwick Davis as Leprechaun. Ice-T is Mac Daddy. 
Anthony Montgomery as Postmaster P, also known as A.T. Montgomery. We have Brashan Nall as Stray Bullet. Red Grant as Butch. Dan Martin as Jack D. And my absolute favorite in this entire movie, Lobo Sebastian as Fontaine Riviera. Oh, God. But we'll yes. get to that shortly. <laughs> also in this uh, episode, we'll be, uh, we got a little special advance screening last night of the new comic book movie. Uh, yes, Batman vs. Superman. Dawn of Justice. A.K.A. I'm so grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get started with that? Yeah, let's start with that Wait, one. First, Steve, I have a question for you. What's that? Which movie was worse? Leprechaun in the Hood, absolutely. <laughs> but mean, there was a pause audience. I mean, there was, there was definitely different <laughs> reasons, but yeah, Leprechaun in the Hood, uh, I think the production value was a lot worse. And, <laughs> well, I'm going to say, like, amount of dollars spent to amount of entertainment, they're almost on par. Thousand times difference, I think. <laughs> so yeah, we saw a little preview screening. It was pretty sweet. The movie... <laughs> no spoilers, Steve. No oh, spoilers. Absolutely, no spoilers. No spoilers. Go go check it out and all that on your own. If you can see it for free, you should do that. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> so you've all seen the trailers, right? Of course you have. You... Ben Affleck is Daredevil. I mean, Batman. Yes, Batman in this one. Well, it's an old man wearing a mask. Anything else you want <laughs> okay, I am just all right. It's not a spoiler because it's in the first five minutes. And fuck you, I can complain about the first five minutes. There is a scene. They do an inception of flashbacks. It's a flashback within a flashback within a flashback that goes back and forth between flashbacks of a young Bruce Wayne. By the way, he's blonde. The kid is like blonde-ish. His hair was much lighter than Ben Affleck. Okay. His hair was black, but... Um, okay, but at any rate, he's running through the woods. It's a flashback of him running through the woods, having a flashback of his parents being shot. There's a bunch of scenes completely ripped out of Gangster Squad, which nobody watched. He's <laughs> like, we watched it. But, uh, you know, and he does the Batman falling down the well and seeing the bats and being attacked by the bats and then being in awe of the bats. Everybody should know this. If you don't know this about Batman, you've not seen a Batman movie, and go see a Batman movie before you see this movie. Yeah. Because this is way, way further down the history you, and alternate histories. And you've, you've seen the Batman backstory five or six times. Like, every single movie <laughs> has at least a little portion of it. Everything from, mm-hmm. you know, young Jack Nicholson lookalike... <laughs> Tapping them in the Tim Burton ones to, uh, you know, Val Kilmer's. You, you've seen it. Uh, this one I actually appreciated that they just kind of did it during the opening credits. Um, yeah, let's get this shit then, out of the way. But then Zack Snyder had to put his little twist on it at the end. I was fine with it until there's literally a scene where the child ascends basically into the light, surrounded by the bat swirling him, and it's Okay, we get it. He's a Jesus figure. We get it. Oh, God, this is still going. Oh, God. They're, oh, God. They're showing his feet off the ground. Oh, my God. Okay, we get it. He's Okay. He's got his arms out. Okay, he's Jesus. We get it. We get it. He's going into the light. We get it. We get it. Oh, okay, fine. This, now we're going to move on to Superman. Oh, you just had to have seen the last Superman movie. Yeah. Well, okay. <clears throat> so we do that. And then the next scene is basically the the finale of Man of Steel, mm-hmm. which I'm sure all of you have seen as well. Apparently Ben um, Affleck was in the rubble trying yes, to re- save yes. 
it, it's orphans. from the perspective of Bruce Wayne and, you know, all the other terrified people as uh, <laughs> Superman General Zod are tearing the city asunder, uh, thousands <laughs> and thousands of people die, uh, buildings falling all over the place, but of course... Cats and dogs living together, total mayhem. Mass hysteria. <laughs> um, and yeah, Bruce Wayne, of course, hops it in his uh, uh, special edition Jeep, uh, according to the commercials, and starts going <laughs> towards the collapsing buildings. And it's amazing how he had that 2017 Jeep in 2003, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. But yeah, uh, so he goes in, uh, trying to save people, and, and of course, lots of people there, lots of people hurt, blah, 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 and he looks up and he sees, you know, Superman saving the world from an evil general. Right. Uh, but you know, err, angst. Oh, um, look at all the destruction he's getting. He can just destroy us all. And that's basically, the, the <laughs> after that, um, it, it fast forward to 18 months later. And there's basically two kinds of people in the world, according to this movie. There's those that think Superman is God and worship at his altar, and everybody else thinks he's going to just have a bad day and destroy the world. And then apparently only Gotham is aware of Batman. Like, only people who visit Gotham or live in Gotham are like, hey, there's a vigilante, and everybody else in the rest of the world's kind of like, yeah, we got real shit to deal with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Metropolis is like, yeah, that, that's, that's cute. We have a Superman. Even, yeah. even though apparently in this movie... I, I thought they were far apart, but apparently in this movie they're like just across the lake from one another. They share well. I, what I from what I was getting from it, uh, Gotham essentially is the harbor city to Metropolis. Like so it's, it's like, is the it port like city. Long Island to Metropolis, Manhattan. I think it's almost more like if San Francisco is Gotham, then Metropolis is Oakland. Oakland yeah, <laughs> <Or> Alameda, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so that's going on, and so they're like, well, what do we do about this Superman? Uh, around the same time, they find the piece of meteor uh, piece of meteor at the bottom of the ocean that has the green rock kryptonite that they that's find so has an adverse effect to Kryptonian flesh. You know, they tested on the corpse but of wait, Jules on. I thought the only true kryptonite was his feelings for Lois. Oh, Superman has many, many, many weaknesses. He's like the movie. weakest character in that movie. Yep. Okay, we're we're saying too much. Go out and watch it. It's don't pay full price. <laughs> yeah. But this is coming from yeah. a person whose favorite movie is so Big it, Trouble Little the, the, the movie has its flaws, um, <laughs> but you know, action is pretty good. I like I like the soundtrack, even though it gets really, really loud and obnoxious at times, and everybody has like their own super bombastic theme music, like it's WWE. It's and, true. And everybody walks in slow motion. It's a Zack Snyder movie. If you've seen 300, if you've seen Sucker Punch, you've seen uh, Watchmen. If you've seen Watchmen, you've actually pretty much seen this movie, just slightly less angst. Or, like, a little brighter colored, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know... It, Who did we decide Wonder Woman's music was a knockoff of? Oh. By the way, Wonder Woman's in this movie, and it's and don't complain you, to me you, about spoilers. You were saying it was a Led Zeppelin song. It's, uh, that's right. I come from the land of ice and snow. <laughs> something, something where the cold wind blows. Ah, it's like a punk rock version of that. It, that was actually my favorite theme song music. She's, but she's also my favorite. And you have to admit, her little intro is like. There's a whole intro. There's a picture involved. 
into it, that was kind of badass. It was alright. Uh, and that's, that, that, that's just predicting here, when everybody watches this movie, what they're going to pull away from it is, Wonder Woman is amazing and by far the best part of the movie. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you why. She's only in like four scenes. It's true. So it's, it, let, let's she just it. shows up to kick ass. Yeah, let, let, let's face it. Gal Gadot, easy on the eyes. <laughs> she's she's, she's pretty, just so wavy. She's fucked up a little bit from Fast and Furious. Oh, oh, absolutely. She's only in a couple scenes, and the rest of the time you have to put up with Ben Affleck being angsty, Superman being angsty, Lois Lane being a lot in this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there there there's a lot of. A lot of, lot of feelings in this movie. More than there should be. Either. Superman almost cries as much in this movie as he did in Man of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a lot of crying. Well, so. yeah. I, I tell you, check it out. Basically, it's this... Lex Luthor, I... Honey, kept, honey, uh, let's move on to Leprechaun. I kept thinking it was Caratop from Chairman of the Board. True. Kind of throwing that out there. Let's let a couple of people watch it, and then we'll get into it again. Okay, glad we can get into the first ten minutes of the movie. All right, so moving <laughs> on. Uh, it's true. Um... We'll start with the beer? I'll start with some beer. So Steve's going to grab us some beer. So if you hear anything, we're actually recording. We're recording from bed today. Woo! Yeah, that's hot. So it's just Steve uh, uh, playing with the microphone. But this excuse me, this particular beer that we're drinking first is a homemade mountain brew. What is mountain brew, Izzy? Well, if you Google it, you're going to find a bunch of homebrew recipes, which involve making a pale ale with two gallons of Steve's favorite beverage in the world, Mountain Dew. It's true. Um, in the honor of St. Patrick's Day, I figured do a couple green beers today. Uh, this first one is, of course, Mountain Brew. Uh, basically using Mountain Dew, base malt, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, a little pale ale. Um, how would you describe the uh, taste profile? Can I do the color first? Sure, why not? I have the perfect descriptor. So the color is the color of urine after you've been eating asparagus. It's a little green mm, tinge to yeah, it. It's a little golden. It's actually pretty accurate. Not, <laughs> when, I, when, you're, when you're trying to sell to somebody, though, don't tell them that. Say it's more, no, but uh, I, this is, you know, this is a medium where they boot our listeners, our viewers, I'm not going to debate paint, what they are. Pictures with I have to paint a picture with my tongue. Their brain is my canvas, and they will never unsee that. <laughs> awesome. What? Okay, flavor profile. It's a nice mellow pale ale. Definitely on the mellower side. It is not nearly as hoppy as like a Sierra Nevada pale ale or anything like that. So if you're a hop head, this is not going to be your beverage. It retains a lot of the sweetness because there's a lot of sugars that never fermented that are unfermentable in Mountain Dew. And you definitely get the citrus. Yeah, it's a nice citrusy pale ale. Um, and the caffeine is basically unaffected, so it's a nice little 4% pale ale that you can drink all day, and by the end of the day, you'll probably start having heart palpitations or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's even uh, better vodka and Mountain Dew. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, vodka I'll, and I'll put it this way. It, it tastes better than you think it would. It I'll, really does. I'll definitely say that. I think the greatest, the, the most common review I kept seeing of this recipe online was, hey, this is not as bad as it should be. <laughs> And it's not bad at all. It's actually really refreshing. Indeed. Excellent to go along with a movie that was straight to uh, straight to video. Yes, that would be 2000's <laughs> release, Leprechaun in the Hood, number five in the series. 
Um, as mentioned before, interesting cast. Basically, it's the story of three young rappers from Compton. Very straight out of Compton, actually. Uh, <laughs> just, just three young young G's trying to hustle their way to the top of the hip-hop game. It's true. Um, and then, of course, again, their their character names are uh, Postmaster P, Stray Bullet, and Butch, because <laughs> Butch is definitely rapping. What, what did what did what was it that we had nicknamed Butch? Yeah, he was uh, Chunky Pro guy. Uh, Chunk, Chunky D. I think that's what we were calling him. Chunky D. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Chuck D, but Chunky. Yeah, so they're trying to get up in the hip hop game. Uh, so they go to a local business entrepreneur by the name of Mac Daddy, made by <laughs> Ice T, who you know he's uh, fairly respectable in uh, helping young rappers, but more gangster rap. Unfortunately for Postmaster P, Stray Bullet, and Butch, they specialize more in inspirational hip-hop. Oh, and it's Christian hip-hop. It's, and rap. it's Christian rap. And I would say uh, things are not going well. No. They're not really getting too many gigs based on that. They really aren't, and they just ruined all their equipment, and they're trying to enter a contest in Las Vegas, and they got to get some cash fast. That's right. So, they, after Mac Daddy says, Nah, you gotta be more gangster. That's what's selling in the streets. Uh, don't be wasting my don't time. Don't be wasting my time with that. That's my ST impression, by the way. They decide to rob him. Yes, the, the only logical thing. Because you gotta rob, you've got, you have got to rob from the neighborhood pimp. Yes, that's the only way to get ahead in life. <laughs> so, they get there, they start, they find his stash of gold. However, they soon find out that he got the gold by stealing it from a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. Uh, so He yeah. sold the, the money from the leprechaun, and the leprechaun is encased in stone because they put a magic medallion around his neck. Correct. And so when they're stealing it, they steal the medallion off of his neck. That's oh. when things go oh. wrong. So the leprechaun's on the quest to get his gold back. Shortly after, they've already ran out of there with it and started pawning it off at various <laughs> pawn shops all over. You know, Jackie D and Mr. Mr. Chan. <laughs> oh, wait. All, all your local stereotypes. So, real quick, we forgot two very important things. What? One, uh, do you remember Mac Daddy's last name? Did he have a last his name? His last name is, his, na- his full name is Mac Daddy Onassis. Oh, he that's owns right. asses. Oh, my God. <laughs> How could I forget that? Uh, and then another thing that they stole where they were there was the Leprechaun's Magic Flute, which oh, yes, anyone listening flute. to That's it goes thing. into a total trance. Uh, powerless against it. So <laughs> basically when they stole the Lep's chain, um, that kind of uh, freed him. Mm-hmm. And then the Leprechaun's first words, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, free at last. Oh, by the way, he's also referred to as the Lep. A lot. A lot. Well, that's that's how the kids are saying it. He's the Lep in the house. Yes, if you hear us refer, refer to him as the Lep, I just want you to know that is why. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they start selling off Leprechaun's gold to uh, to fix their equipment. And the Leprechaun uh, basically starts going on a killing rampage. Anybody who's got his gold, which he can magically find because he's a fucking Leprechaun, he starts killing, and let's see, I believe some of the first people he starts killing, or what was it, was, was it like the guy in the hooker? Was one of the first ones that got killed out by their car? Oh, yeah, yeah Jackie D, the, the pawn shop owners. That's right, yeah, the pawn shop owner. Steve is playing on his phone right now. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah. I'm just pulling up 
probably the best way to get through the middle of this movie, because that's where all the uh, deaths and stuff are happening while they're going down. Um, just want to read a little bit from the uh, parent's guide uh, for this movie. <laughs> this um, is pretty good. Turns out sex and nudity, heavy sexual references, <laughs> uh, some <laughs> scenes of zombie fly girls. Oh, yes, with the help of his flute here. Er, his actually, fly girl. Yeah, he has to get his zombie fly girls to help chase after them. And so there's squeezing of breasts. Men dressed as women. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. Uh, well, anyway, violence and gore. We'll just run down some of these, uh, some of these killings. A man is stabbed in the neck with a hair pick. Uh, a leprechaun is shot many times and his arm falls off. A man's finger is ripped off. A man is electrocuted. A man <laughs> has blood on his mouth. A man has a hole blown in his stomach. The, a leprechaun's hand stabs a man from behind in the stomach. A man shoots himself in the head off screen. A leprechaun's eye is poked out with a fork. A man has blood on his shirt. Mm, that's bad. A man is shot in the chest. A man <laughs> is shot three times. A leprechaun is hit with a chair, and a hole <laughs> explodes in a man's stomach. I feel like that's what he said. Um, Just skip down to uh, how about the language? Yes, yeah, the profanity. Fuck is said nonstop. Also, motherfucker, shit, bastard, ass, dick, damn, bitch, pussy, hell, suck, and of course the n-word. <laughs> uh, the use of the word pussy is used very graphically in a few instances. Quotation, <laughs> quote from the movie: "My dick is bigger than you." And my favorite <laughs> is the last one where it says, "The word fuck is used in every scene." I double checked; it is used at least once in every single scene of this movie. Every scene, even when they're like trying to be good. Yeah, oh my god, this this movie is, is just total crazy pants. Yeah, basically, as far as we can tell, like, the DJ artist, I think Postmaster P lives with a crossdresser, as far as I can tell, or did they just crash at her house? They, they just crashed at her place, because they were on the run from Mac D and That's the left, right. and... Because Mac D wants his money back, and his chain back, and his flute back, because the flute is basically Mostly the source of his, his power. Yeah. To hypnotize people into listening to his hip hop. Where's my maybe? motherfucking flute? I don't know no flute. But uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, so uh, so that's enter uh, Miss Fontaine. Yes, Miss Fontaine. <laughs> Played uh, by Lobo. <laughs> oh my God, this is not a uh, not the most convincing drag queen I've ever seen, and they're oh, we live in San Francisco. That's not an uncommon occurrence. Uh, well, there's a whole scene where, like, she takes her shirt off and is just, like, rubbing her nipples on the couch while the three young Christian rappers are trying to discuss how not to get killed. <laughs> um, basically, Miss Fontaine, I think, has the greatest death in this movie. Steve, yeah. how is Miss Fontaine killed in this movie? Well, the lep finally catches up with them and gets to the apartment and just kind of wanders around looking like, you know, a crippled little person <laughs> walking around the room. And uh, Miss Fontaine goes, oh, hello there. What are you doing here? And the lips response is, I didn't come to play with fruit. I came for me magic fruit. Oh, my God. And basically, shortly after that, poor Miss Fontaine gets plowed to death by... She gets fucked to death, honey. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Fuck in every scene. So she yeah. gets fucked to death by... A leprechaun. A leprechaun. And Miss the, Fontaine. And the three boys staying in the room hear noises <laughs> coming from the bedroom and, they of do. course, have to peek in for some reason. And oh, yeah. see it. <laughs> and they're okay with it. 
they seem to be just fine with it. They're like, yeah, yeah, she'll get her rocks off, whatever. Yeah. And the leprechaun also goes to Postmaster P's grandmother's house and murders his grandmother, who apparently is blind. Yeah, the, 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 it, it, it took like the third or fourth scene before we started realizing, like, oh, she's blind. She's actually filling everything up. It's that was, that was not set up well, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So, honey, what is their first plan to get rid of the leprechaun? Oh, by the way, so the, the leprechaun early on decides he really likes smoking weed. So they decide one of the ways they can help try and get rid of the leprechaun is uh, to convince him to smoke a joint laced with four-leaf clovers, which is supposed to strip him of his powers. A joint laced with four-leaf clovers. Yeah. It's a leprechaun smoking a joint. Well, you know what they say. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. But a friend with gold is a bad dinosaur. Oh, my God. So, if you've never seen a leprechaun movie, the leprechaun only, only speaks in rhyme. It's true. Uh, it's, well, this whole movie is very hip-hop influenced, so there's a lot of rhyming and a lot of pretty horrible song numbers thrown in. Uh, the, the, the movie's a little under an hour and a half, uh, but I feel like a 20 or 30 minutes of it are the various hip-hop music Just numbers music that pop up uh, with wonderful tiles <sighs> like, do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> do what you gotta do. You gotta do yeah. what you gotta do. So yeah, so after they attempt to get... Oh, Stray Bullet gets killed too at Postmaster P's grandmother's house. Uh, the leprechaun forces stray bullets kill himself with his own gun. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, that whole scene was really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that scene felt like it was out of a different movie, right? Yeah, it was... <laughs> grandma gets... Like, there's like... What looks like Medea, basically, is grandma getting killed by a leprechaun after trying to force him to eat some good cooking. And then, like, the leprechaun ambushing the boys, and then, like... Stray bullet shooting himself in the head. It, 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 I think I remember it was something like the, the the three boys were like, "Oh man, you got you gotta like leave us alone, blah, blah blah." And then stray bullet's like, "No, it's that man," and starts moving in. Of course, the leprechaun then loses his super force powers to make right. him do it. And it's like, "Ooh, that got kind of dark," which is weird for a horror movie, <laughs> right? That shit got real. Yeah. So, do you remember what happened after stray bullet is no longer with them? What postmaster P and Butch decide to do? What's that? They decide to dress in drag. <laughs> to sneak into a club the leprechaun has taken up a residence in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they've everyone convinced they're beautiful women. Yeah. Uh, they have everyone convinced. So, <laughs> so Miss, Miss Fontaine's cross-dressing is like, okay, that's great. Uh, and then, and then there's a lot, a lot more cross-dressing than we expect in a uh, hip-hop horror movie. <laughs> right? Right? But uh, was that before or after the church scene? Oh, I think that was after the church scene. That's so there's right. also a pastor in this, a reverend. Yeah, I think I think that's right. After Miss Fontaine's untimely death, they need to find sanctuary. Yeah. So they go to a church. They do. And and the leprechaun follows them, and basically the pastors decide the leprechaun is the devil, and so they lock him in the, his safe. Yeah, they. He has like a gun safe. Yeah. Uh, and they trick the leprechaun into going in there because while the leprechaun is trying to bust down the door, at the last second they open it and he goes tumbling into <laughs> the safe, close it, and then he's in I'm there. I'm still unclear how he got out of that. He was just out of it, right? 
The pastor, uh, she, he gets seduced by the fly girl. That's right. He can help the zombie fly girls. Like, he's being lured to them, but he still knows they're devils. Like, he's saying, like, you're a devil, you're a devil, as he's, like, caressing them. And then all of a sudden, I'm conscious out, right? He didn't know, he he was caressing him because he had the gift of tongues. Oh, that's right. Uh, And then it's like, she pulls down her shade and notices the green eyes, and that's what she did. But then the Lover Girl's just kind of out. That was, like, really anticlimactic. As far as, as, like, escaping a safe scene go. Oh, and at this time... Yeah, we, we're, we're kind of skipping around. There's there's a lot of craziness. Because there's also, remember the the white pimp, Barry, Barry oh, Gordy yeah. or whatever, while they're at the Vegas thing? Yeah. And, oh, that was kind of fun. You know what? I think the bottom line is you just got to, like, see this movie. It is it is all over the place. Trust me, it's not just us. The reason we're, like, so disorganized on our thoughts on this is because it's just, like, what is going on in this movie? It's like they just shot a bunch of scenes with no particular story and just sliced it together. But then, it's all worth it in the end, because the last scene of the movie, the leprechaun rap. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if this is the greatest scene or the worst scene ever. Oh, it's the best. It's hands down the best. It's so cringeworthy. I, you know what, you may want to rent this movie and then just skip to the last five minutes or whatever like while the credits are rolling just because I, I imagine probably three or four days they spent shooting this with Warwick Davis in full makeup mm-hmm. mouthing the rap and, and, and cor- the fly girl and the, the zombie fly girls all wonderfully choreographed it, it's like a real music video it's oh it's straight amazing. up is I mean it's like <laughs> it is like they thought this was going to like take off like the moon and black dance or something <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 worth it just right right there. Um, yeah, definitely oh, check man. it out. Watch it with some friends. Great little St. Patrick's Day movie. Watch this movie with a whole bunch of beer. Although I'm not gonna lie, honey, the whole time we we're watching this movie, I kept thinking, why did we pick this one when there's also Leprechaun in space? Yes, when you brought that up, it was like, ooh, that may have to be next St. Patrick's Day or something. Oh my god, yeah. So, like, the whole Leprechaun franchise is just based on, like, crazy-ass insanity. And so, yeah, like, the fourth movie, the one before this one, takes place in the future, apparently, on, like, another planet. I've not seen it. I'm not going to go into too much detail about it until I've seen it. But apparently there's alien princesses involved, and Leprechaun being blown to smithereens and then reconstituting themselves. Apparently there's a penile explosion. Yeah, um, we'll have to, we'll definitely have yeah. to look into that one in a future episode. But now, to finish up this movie, what did we learn? Mm, Alright, so I learned that a friend with weed is a friend indeed, but a friend with gold is the best I've been told. I learned that combustibility Plus electricity equals slammability. Oh, my God. We didn't even really touch on that. No, we didn't. That little chubby McFrofro <laughs> apparently likes to it, play with chemicals. He's a and chemical is genius. Like, yeah. And so how uh, they put some lube on, like, a heating pad or something, yeah. and then a spark, and that was how they basically tried to burn the leprechaun. Yeah, um, that was... It was an interesting concept that was not well executed. Like, I don't know. This movie is crazy pants. Ooh, I also learned 
Jimi Hendrix died in 1970. <laughs> Not 1971. Not 1971. When they, that, when they had that signed guitar, they were trying to pawn off. <laughs> you could watch the movie to get that one. <laughs> I also learned that Leprechaun... Leprechaun's going to fuck you to death. It doesn't matter who oh you God. are. You're going to get fucked to Leprechauns death. Leprechauns are a sexual beast. Yeah, they, they are. Uh, they have insatiable appetites. Yeah. It's, they're, it's, it's not even about being gay or straight. It's about just getting fucked. Yeah. So when he got his suit back, that's why they had to dress up as girls. Because apparently he had his zombie fly girls just bringing him chicks that he yeah. would fuck and that's to why death. he took over the, the club. That's, is that what yeah. Leprechauns did in, in How do you like think the 16th gold? century? How do you think they get all that gold? It just comes falling out of the pussy. Because because they own asses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. So, yeah, go, go check it out. It, it's worth it. All right. How about our next beer? So, our next beer is also a homebrew we did. This one is a pale ale, once again, but made with Galena hops that we grew in my backyard. Indeed. Our first year, so it wasn't quite a huge haul, but enough for a nice five-gallon batch of homebrew. Yeah, so this is our our whole cone, because we did dehydrate the hops to save them. So it's a whole cone pale ale. It came up quite dark, because Steve and I actually prefer, like, dark malt. Sure, yeah, it's so, got, got some nice uh, caramel notes on it. Uh, it's not extremely hot at all. I'd say probably 20 or 30 hours or all like that. Yeah, very mild. Nice, uh, like, chestnut color. Yes, uh, perfect. You must be an artist. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's a good all-day drinking beer. And yeah, we got to do that again next year when we get our, our okay. haul of Nice creamy head on it here. Mm, creamy head. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, a short little uh, St. Patrick's Day episode. Eh? Where, where can the people find you on the social medias? Oh, my God, social media as well. If you enjoy pictures of food and tall, handsome man, then you should check out my Instagram at untidyvenus. Untidy, V-E-N-U-S. And you can also uh, find some of her amazing art on eBay under Untidy Venus. Oh, no, honey, I'm not on eBay. Sure. But it is on my Etsy. Etsy. That's it. Etsy. <laughs> the other one. The other online marketplace where people get fucked. <laughs> 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 so Steve, where can we find you? You can find me, of course, at our website. Uh, also, we're on the Twitter at EILF Movies. We are on the Facebook. Yeah, we are. Uh, like our Facebook page, ELF. Yeah, like uh, we'll keep you updated on when we're sending out things. And if you want to get a shout-out on the uh, podcast, send us a message. Give us a, a suggestion of a movie you want to... Or a suggestion for beer. Oh, a suggestion for beer, Absolutely. Yeah, you should send us beer. Yeah, send us oh, beer. Yeah, we will drink it for you and tell you all about it and oh. how you should have some as well. Very or not. Amazing. Sometimes sometimes drinking beer is like, nah, not this time. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> might actually say, like, oh, man, Stan, send us this beer. It's total bullshit. It might actually yeah. be the shit of the bowl, just, like, fermented. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry if this uh, episode is a little bit quiet. We both just uh, got off work, enjoying the beer. Nice and mellow and chill. Indeed. After a long day of work, talking with my lady mm-hmm. about horrible, horrible mm-hmm. movies. And yes, every day we <laughs> hustle in. All right. Yeah. You guys all be safe and 
have a happy Easter, because hopefully you'll hear yes, this before Easter. have a happy Easter. Easter this weekend. Happy Sunday, Jesus Day! <laughs> the day that Jesus came back as a zombie mm-hmm. in search of love. <laughs> hey, if I believe the garage I drove past on my street uh, earlier this week, he has risen. <gasps> He's risen again! He has risen. He's bringing his army with him! Just like black electrical tr- tape across your garage, he has risen. We'll keep your eye out for Jesus, everybody. And until then, uh, have a great day. And remember the same song. Everything I learned from me. Yeah, we're still working on the music. But uh, have a great day, everybody. Bye. I come from the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green. Come to do no good. Left in the hood. Come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Blunt is dope, this place is hype. There's a lassie, she's just my type. I hate your resort so soon to my Haven't been late so long, it's ready. I'm so bad, I'm good. I'll show you what to do, so landed here. Don't worry, little lassie, you've got nothing to fear. Sit with the lad who's lean and green, and let me show you why I'm a love machine.